we stumble upon a pair of stoners in their natural habitat. Notice the red eyes and laid-back demeanor. Now it looks like they're going to talk to each other. Let's listen in. Hey, 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 it's been a while, I know. So, first off, welcome to Rambling Bay. What? No, ah, faux pas, faux pas, faux pas there. Uh, welcome to the Rambling Stoners, episode two. Uh, so, say, hel- say hello to the people, Mungle. Hello, everyone. Yeah. Unfortunately, this time I'm not in Amsterdam, therefore I can't partake in any illegal substances. Well, we do mean, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah. well, we shall. Um, so I should probably kick things off by saying uh, a big apologies. I know we made some, like some so we made some solemn promises at the end of the last episode that we were going to uh, have a regular recording schedule uh, and we're going to get a, an episode out pretty sharpish after this. Look, shit, life. Look, honestly, shit, life happens, right? Life happens, and uh, life went and did the happening. So we've actually had a couple of false attempts to get a show going recently but um we technical issues technical issues yeah basically i've had to rebuy a load more cable for some reason for some arbitrary fucking unknown reason i started getting feedback everywhere um i've had to recable everything i've had to buy a load of ground loop isolators but now we should be sounding pretty crisp and clear and good so we're back we're going to be going for the two every two week cadence uh so you can consider this like the the start of the regular broadcasts um we are aiming to you know stick with stick with where we were going with the last one um um, we've got a fairly fun show in mind for today. You know, we're going to talk. I say fun. We're going to talk <laughs> about talk about the general state of our planet. So you know, happy fun times and joy. I guess. <laughs> hey, hey, we're all going to die, and the world is falling apart around us. Yay! Yeah. <laughs> but. In, in the grand scheme of tradition, because it's been a while, and there's been some major, major happenings in the world of vape, we're going to kick off with some vape talk. So those of you not here for the vape talk, feel free to spin on until you stop hearing us talking about vape stuff um, yeah. and then talking <laughs> about other depressing things. But start off with a lighter note. Let's talk about some of the stuff we've been vaping. Do you want to kick off yeah. first, or do you want me to go? Uh, yeah, I'm. I'm still rocking the Kylin uh, Mesh RD RTA. Sorry. Yep. Um, the Kylin M. Yeah. Yeah, Kylin, Kylin, whatever you want to call Kylin. it. Kylin. Uh, yeah. I think you'll um, find Bungle. It's called the Kylin. <laughs> and in there, I've got some Button Junkies uh, Vulture Punch, which is basically a strawberry custard. Hmm. Uh, which is um, well, it's like custards with strawberry rather than a strawberry custard, which is quite nice. Nice, uh, nice. Also brought the Mesh Pro out of retirement, rocking that on the standard, well, the original drag. Oh, cool. Uh, and in there, do you remember at the Vape Expo ages ago? We picked up, I picked up some of the Just Jam Biscuit range. Oh god, yeah, yeah. Because I bought, I, I think I bought was some cheap as well. and shit yeah. and horrible. Oh god, it. yeah. Um, that has finally gone in taste. <laughs> 
so I'm actually vaping the caramel biscuit one at the moment. Oh, nice. It's a pretty old juice, so it's well-aged. Um, it's probably beyond its... Uh, like a fine wine. Best before, but... <laughs> I was like, it's a best before, it's not you <laughs> Um Yeah, but it's it's actually tasting quite pleasant. Um, nice, yeah, nice. Yeah, using that. Hey, cool, cool. Um, any That's new ready for vaping? No, oh, okay. I have not bought a single bit of vape equipment uh, since the kind. Yeah, fair enough. I, to be honest, I've I've been a little bit like obviously with vaping, uh, vaping not being as big here. I've been a little bit lighter on the uh, on, on on that side of things as well. Um, but I have bought so, so I've actually been um, favoring the pod systems as of late. So uh, as as you guys may well remember, a while back I talked about the uh, Moni as Modus Moni, which is a, a stabwood version of the Smock um, Novo. Um, I still really love it. I think it's fantastic. And as you guys probably aware, the Smock Novo twos come out. I picked I actually picked myself up one of those as well. So I'm actually rocking dual Novos, the original, but in the stabwood. And the Novo too. Um, I'm rocking some. I I've basically really gotten into my Nick Salt juices because um, I can vape them. Like I fucking I vape them at alarming rates. Actually, um, I vape them as free as frequently as I do subone vapes, and that's twenty milligram nicotine. Jesus Christ. Dude. Yeah, I know. So currently I'm vaping two different uh, Nick Salt juices from Moorish Salt. I've got their Sherbet Apple Mango and their Sherbet sherbet no sorry candy drops uh lemon and sour apple um, <laughs> what so uh and i'm using the original uh 0.8 ohm mesh pod for the moni and the slash nord uh slash sorry slash novo one and i've got the new 1.0 mesh uh pod in the novo two um i tell you what like there are probably better pod systems out there but I for size, convenience, flavor, everything. Last of pods, I fuck it. I really highly rate those. So anyone looking for a, uh, a pod system, I recommend them get picking up the Novo too. Uh, it's got some great, a great range of pods, including like a, a, a shit. Uh, like I think it's like a copper one. No, not copper. Some weird heating element that I've not seen before. Um, I forget what it is. Because you know I'm professional. We're professional. I do my research yeah. before this show. Um, but yeah, it's actually it's they're, they're really cool. I've been, I I really favour the mesh ta- the mesh pods. I I would really recommend those. They've got good flavour. They last a while. They've got good uh, vapor production for pods as well. Um, so yeah, that's been they've been my main go to. I've been carrying them everywhere. Um, like I've been vaping them in the office for Christ's sake. I vape them on the train. Like the great little stealth vapes. Um, I also picked up on the. Whoops, just knock things over everywhere. Uh, on the mm-hmm. pod side of things, I've been rocking the Lost Vapor Ryan um, uh, Pro, like the one with the DNA Go in there. Uh, yeah. Still a big fan of that as well. Um, I've Yeah, I've really gravitated to kind of smaller pods and for carries, multiple carries at the moment. I don't know. I don't know why. I don't know why I made, when, when the transition happened, I just started playing around with them and started really enjoying them, I guess. Yeah, um, I guess the whole is thing, you don't have to carry a big fucking bullet juice with and, dripper. And all also, just like I say, it's because of the law that changed here in the Netherlands, uh, no bottles in larger than 10 mils. You can't even buy short fills. Um, it yeah, means yes. that, yeah, at least if I'm buying Nick salt, vaping Nick salts and stuff, I'm not like, I, I hope to be honest, I'm 
God bless Grey Haze. Shout out to you guys. You are my lifesavers because I can still order my shit from you guys and it ships over here. So that's where I've been getting most of my stuff anyways, getting it shipped in from the UK because as we'll get on to in a moment, the UK seems to be one of the few last bastions of actual, like despite everything else that's wrong with the UK right now and oh God, is there things wrong with the UK right now? The one oh, thing it seems to be the last bastion of hope for is vaping, which uh, oddly, you know, we we that that our you know my home country your your current residence yeah. seems to be one of the few places that that has the right attitude and is not being the embroiled US in just gone yeah no, well like no. a, that's the kind of topic I really wanted to move on to next I guess uh, because yeah the US has become some just absolute insanity really yeah. as of late. Plus- Six people have died because of illegally made pods. Well, is it? I think it's, I think it's actually more than that now. Um, I think it's closer to like the, they're, they're claiming. So the, the the last I saw, they're claiming something in the vicinity of seventeen or so related deaths. They say related to vaping, but that's kind of a, a misnomer in it that it's not vaping, as we know. No. So, but let, let, let's backtrack and start from the beginning. So recently. There were there were a spate of vaping related illnesses. Uh, people being admitted to hospital in America uh, with um, lo- various lung uh, issues and lung failures. Um, what the reasonable people, the sensible people, what's transpi- what it has transpired is there's a lot of illicit. Um, uh, THC e-liquids on the market right now, especially uh, pre-filled pods, which seem to contain um, vitamin E acetate, which is incredibly bad for you uh, to yeah. inhale. Um, now, uh, this started with a lot of kid, well, a lot of younger kids, and as we all fucking know, because we were all kids, if you get caught smoking weed or whatever, you know, you're gonna lie. You're gonna just say it's a normal vape because you're not one again gonna want to get in trouble. And obviously, that's now spiraled out of control. There's been the you know the the anti vaping um, contingencies within the US have jumped on this to uh, really you know ban effectively ban vaping or try to move towards ban vaping. There's been I massive fl- how much the tobacco lobby has put into the US government. So <laughs> well, even then it's it's less it's less big tobacco, and I think it's more coming from farmer side of things and just you know irrational. Oh, think of the children side of things. But currently, uh, states like California. Um, uh, Michigan. Um, in fact, I think it was it. It was either uh, Michigan or Massachusetts that actually va- banned the fo- or did a four months ban of all vapor products, not just flavored juices. Um, I'll I'll double check. I'll link to the I'll, as as always. I'll link to details on the, on uh, the final points in the show notes because as you guys know from now, we're not ones for the details. We look at the big overall picture because we never prepare. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but um yes yeah, so there's a, there's been a sweeping um mass it's almost like a moral panic um uh, and a kind of mass hysteria about vaping because of these related deaths and despite there actually being the concrete evidence out there that the that this is being linked to uh those um illicit 
um, uh, THC liquids, uh, particularly the ones branded as dank e-liquids, which is mildly concerning because I've seen them in a few shops over here as well. Um, yeah. And I don't want, you know, the Netherlands have already got a bit of a downer on vaping. I don't want anything similar to start happening over here. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's, that's, that's kind of the thing. And it's, it's, it, at the moment, things are looking kind of grim for the, um, for vaping at the moment. There are a number of lawsuits out there, you know, Kassar, um, all the, the, the usual vaping advocate heavyweights are getting involved. And, uh, there's been a lot of movements pressuring governors, um, talking of governors. I mean, there was, uh, governor Kumo, um, I forget which state he is, maybe New York, um, published just a uh, fucking bullshit study like uh, the a greatest bullshit which was basically um he got a laboratory to do um tests on some random e-liquids bought from shops uh to see what they if they contained any narcotics now the laboratory that did these tests actually came out and said no you can't rely on these re- results because the the methods that we were you uh, we used to test them and not re- used for testing these products so yeah. you know the 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 kind of litmusy type to things for testing your for drugs. Yeah. They use those on e-liquids. And Ooh. apparently... So that's on Apple Watch. Uh, sorry. Fuck off, Siri. <laughs> um, apparently, and this is complete fucking horsewipe, out of all uh, of these store-bought e-liquids, um, they came back, they all came back positive for PCP and ecstasy and all kinds of ball, like absolute bullshit. Any rational person, any vapor knows that's complete bullshit. And the, yeah. the, and even though the, the the laboratory he used came out against it, like no, 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 this is not this is this can't be relied on. He's gone on TV. He's you know and he's recite, recited this. And obviously, the mainstream media in the US is fucked and doesn't do any kind of due diligence. Um, yeah. Even so, like people, I've been actually really disheartened by this as well because there are certain people in, not like mainstream media per se, but like you know certain people that I would like. Um, I'm I'm a huge fan of um, the Late Show with Seth. I want not, not I want to say Seth, bro, Seth Myers. Mm. Um, he does some fucking really funny stuff, really good scaling reviews of Trump for one. Uh, but I mean, he, even he's been like burning vaping, you know, there's been, um, a lot of people in the mainstream media comedians and things like everyone's kind of just jumped on and burned this bandwagon. So it's, it's a really bad time. So any of our listeners that are in the States, of course, we have our page on our website, which has lots of advocacy links there. I'm going to update that page to uh, and to in, uh, include any of the stuff that for, for the more current things that are happening. So I would encourage you to go there, check out, call your local senators, do what you can, because this is a really bad time. And I, I mean, my thoughts go out to all the vapors out there that are going to be affected by this um, and are potentially going to be forced back to n- either non-working methods of uh, nicotine replacement or smoking. Um, yeah. But th- w- one hopes that, you know, the the sense the sensible research and the sensible measured approaches that are coming out of the UK are are going to influence. Well, I'll say hopefully influence you guys, but we'll see. <laughs> of all places, you know where I saw a really good um, a really good piece on it. Um, where this morning with Richard and Judy, or uh, yeah, they had um, a woman there talking about vaping, and they were basically just saying like, as long as you buy 
your vaping products from a reputable person, a reputable store, a reputable supplier. The evidence is right now, as we've always stated, 95% safer than vaping. And, you know... Okay. Uh, sorry, than smoking. <laughs> um, and and like we've always said, it's harm reduction. It's harm reduction. Yeah. It's not no vaping's not going to be perfectly safe, but it's going to be better for you. And yeah. I mean, there's no long term studies, obviously, but no long term studies. But we, you know, let let's look at how many people have died from vaping versus how many, and which is technically none. because I don't count the deaths from these illicit THC cartridges. No, and. This, I suppose there's the other side of this actually when we're talking to you see this is the rambling stoners we're obviously big proponents of cannabis and the benefits that it has so this has got this this whole thing has got a double whammy effect on there because it not only does it damage vaping but it also damages um, TH you know cannabis because there are legitimately safe ways to vape cannabis uh be that via a dry herb vaporizer you can actually make proper cannabis extracts that can be vaped uh as yeah. part of an e-juice it's literally these dodgy underhand manufacturers that are using chemicals in there which should be nowhere near any kind of inhale vapor product yeah. um so yeah it's 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 a, it's a real sad time and i do hope that uh the hysteria there is it, it is what it is you know it's a, it's a, it's a moral panic and i do hope that it 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 dies off like one eventually um yeah. but uh, to all like i say to all our, our listeners out there please do keep fighting the good fight and uh our thoughts and prayers with all of you all of you guys <laughs> in fact you know, um, long term. Obviously, we've never, we've never, we've always been very vocal. We've been long term, fra- uh, long term fans of Grim Green. I mean, the guy yeah. uh, was very much responsible for initially getting us a boost in our listenership on our podcast. So you know, he's, the guy's got going to always have a special place in my heart. Did you know Namba Juice had to close down because of the the flavor bans? His juice oh, company is gone. Son. Yeah, yeah. Oh shit, dude. <laughs> yeah, because he was based in Michigan. His uh, like um, his Namba Juice was based out of Michigan, so yeah, he's had to close Namba Juice, which is a real shame because though you know he, I don't think he had many employees, but that's that's jobs gone, and yeah. he made some really interesting, unique liquids. And the guy's been one of the best advocates for vape, vaping, and one of the best guys are uh, in the you know on the YouTube scene for vaping for a very long time. Um, so yeah, like that that fucking blows, man. And yeah, Graham, yeah. I feel you know, I really, really feel for you, man. Um oh, on that note as well, uh Matt from Suck My Mod, uh, I'm gonna another thing I will listen uh post to in the show notes. Matt from Suck My Mod did a really good there's like an hour long interview that he did with a uh um I forget her full name, I think her name was Amy. Uh but she's a um um she's doing her phd um she was originally doing it in like um disruptive technologies um and yep. and she actually I, I forget what she was doing originally but after becoming a vapor she switched her thesis to uh, vaping um huh. but it's also to do with like the sociology side of it um yeah. those two have a really interesting discussion for 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 about an hour about the different kind of mindsets 
that um that are fueling this current kind of like moral panic for want of a better word that's effectively what it is that's going on in the state so I'll, I'll link to that into the show notes anyone who's uh interested in checking it out i would recommend it's a, it's a long old listen but they do do they do talk about some really interesting topics and it's a it's really um it's a really interesting just think piece as well in general so i would recommend checking that out um matt's been really um really active in uh the advocacy scene since uh, well i mean he always has been but like he's been out to washington and uh been getting yeah. involved with a lot of stuff so yeah I, that's 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 the current state of vaping as it as it, as it lies in the states at the moment unfortunately it's yeah. uh yeah sorry i ranted on a little bit there but that's i've been cool, i've been following it quite quite heavily obviously just because it fucking sucks like yeah. most of the rest of the goddamn world this might not be the cheeriest of episodes i do apologize no, no. but it'll be it'll be fucking fun to listen to us get angry i guess yeah i mean like, obviously brexit yay that's <sighs> okay fun. yeah like should we, we should, <laughs> i'm always oh, like there's been government adverts on the tv about you should prepare in case of in just in case of a no deal brexit We've actually had them running on TV. Really? What what kind yeah. of things have you been preparing? Yeah, like, buy, buy all your like, food? <laughs> well, no, saying how there may be delays in various freight ports and how to make sure you, you have all the correct paperwork, visit gov. Well, brexit.gov.uk. It's just like, it's, oh my God, it is terrifying. I'm just going to um, sneeze, so I'll leave you uh, talking yeah. while I mute. Uh, it's like, on, um, I was driving down there on one of the main roads and... The signs they have by the road normally warning people of um, sort of like traffic warnings and all like there's the closed road closed ahead. We're saying about again freight companies preparing for Brexit. It's just like <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ, man. Joys and joys and joys. Yeah. Sorry, I'm a little bit uh, sorry if I'm a little bit bunged up and sneezy. I've been getting really into my hot sauce of late, and I just well no this legit like i just had uh dinner before we started and i bought this um so i don't know if any, any of you guys out there are fans of hot ones but i've been buying like all the fucking hot sauces i just bought their um the bravado's uh acamiso it's like made with carolina reaper ghost chili and acamiso uh, uh, which is red miso oh my god oh. it's amazing but i've been putting it on everything i got for like half a bottle of this fucking incredibly hot hot sauce in like two days so uh, my nose is a little bit runny. <laughs> i'm gonna be a hard pass on that one man oh i'm gonna have uh yeah i'm i'm gonna have some i'm gonna have the ring of fire tomorrow i feel oh god yeah you're gonna pay like well i took in the last dab to work today and like just before i left because we were um we had like a little thing in the bar before i left we were just putting the last dab on cheese and eating it <laughs> Jesus Christ, dude! But yeah, talking about Brexit. Obviously, now Brexit's got some imp- impacts on me because I'm a foreign national living abroad. Um, yeah. uh, so I've been I've been following it very very closely as well. Um, like I'm quite lucky. The Netherlands government have basically said you know they've gave give us a stay of execution if you like. Uh, so we're kind of safe until the um, I think it's until the like June twenty twenty. Like, um, and then we will be offered um, um, a method to stay, basically. But it does mean I'm going to have to do a crash course and become fluent in Dutch. (laughs) Yay. Yeah, that's going to be... Well, I mean, you know, it's not. it never hurts to have another language to your uh, repertoire, even if it is one that uh, is is a bit weird. And it only exists in Holland, well, the Netherlands. (laughs) Well, I mean, you know, that's kind of 
I mean, are there any Dutch colonies, former Dutch colonies that speak Dutch? Um, I think, like, there might be, actually. Um, So I think St. Martin's might have a Dutch colony, because one of the guys I work with is from St. Martin's, and I know it's like, I think it's half French, half Dutch, one half French, one half Dutch. I'm not sure, I'm not 100% sure, but I think there are some Dutch colonies out there. like Belgium, really, yeah. But it's not as bad as Flemish, it's not as bad. It's basically, like I've always said, Dutch is kind of drunk German. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, uh, but yeah. In terms of the Brexit thing, and now like obviously, I don't know how like how many of our listeners out there are UK listeners, but as you may be aware, so um, since we last spoke, Theresa May was no longer the PM. Uh, yeah. Boris Johnson came into power, has made a right fucking hash of it. Started off by effectively prorogue, he prorogued Parliament. Uh, illegally. Which is illegally. So pro- uh, for those of you outside the UK, proroguing is basically uh, he suspended Parliament so no no politicians could work. Um, eventually that, that went to the Supreme Court in Scotland and it was deemed to be unlawful. Uh, so Parliament came back into session. Um, the idea behind it, like him... Uh, to Boris Johnson and Gove and um, Rhys Mogg. The, the idea was that if they, they prorogued Parliament, they could delay until Brexit came and we could just crash out with a no-Brexit deal, which is what they yeah. want, really. Uh, since then, um, the, the proroguing of Parliament was made uh, unjust and uh, a piece of legislation or law has passed called the Ben Act. Uh, the idea of the Ben Act or the intention of the Ben Act is to uh, prevent a no deal Brexit. Um, the, the the stipulation basically is in the event of um, Brexit day coming with no deal or like, I think it's like seven days before the the yeah. the Brexit day. If no deal has been made, Boris Johnson is legally bound to go to the EU and seek a um, to seek a what you call it a um, extension. Uh, extension. Yes, yeah, an extension on the uh, on the thing 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 on 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 the thing. On uh, yeah, yeah, on Brexit. To, 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 yeah, to see, to seek an extension on Brexit, basically. Um, so where that where that leaves us right now is a bit of a hot mess because he's I know I know he is looking to try and prorogue Parliament yet again uh, because yep. unfo- no no he has he oh it actually passed uh, sorry I was a little I, I'm a little bit out of touch when did that actually go into pass uh, <laughs> here we go clicking clickety clicky on the internet but uh, yeah so. Um, yeah, he he basically got to prorogue Parliament again, because um, he's a douche. Uh, da, da. Just waiting for Bungle to look it up. There, I can't look it up because I'm monitoring the uh, uh, the recordings and yeah and and what sure. not. I'm sure you see. I'm sure he actually got the second prorogue, but I may be wrong trying to find it da, da, da. 
I mean, don't worry if you're not. We'll, yeah. Five day suspension until the Monday the 14th. Uh, okay, there we go. So the shithead in three days ago. And this is the thing, like everyone thinks Boris Johnson is like a buffoon, but he's actually quite the calculating little fucking sneaky cunt, basically. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he, that, you know, the whole buffoonery of him like getting stuck on a zip line and all that shit. It's a fucking act. It really fucking is. The guy, oh, yeah. the guy... Th- uh, is I only take solace in the fact that he has worked his entire life to get the job that he currently has now, and he shit at it, and everyone hates him. There's been some yeah. fucking fantastic like little snippets of things like uh, I saw. Um, I can't remember where the fuck he was, just in some little township somewhere, and some polite, like really polite old man came and shook him, shook his hand, and was like, "Please get out of my town." <laughs> And then there was the uh, the thing where he was in Leeds, where some guy was getting really angry at him, saying, like, what are you doing here? You should be in Brussels, uh, like, trying to work a Brexit deal out. And he's like, we are in Brussels. And the guy just turns around, like, no, you're fucking not. You're in Leeds. <laughs> Jeez. Um, so... You know, if Brexit loom, if we crash out of Brexit without a deal, there's going to be some like very, very serious circum uh, circum uh, circumstances. You know, um, yeah. things happening, and it's 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 becoming a, a complete fucking hot mess. You know, every day at work, everyone asks me, "Is like, what what what's happening? What's happening?" I'm like, no one fucking knows. Legitimately, no one fucking knows from top to tail. Um, yeah. Um, and I do worry uh, quite considerably because I don't think Corbyn is um, the right person to lead the Labour Party. I don't think he'll be able to win a vote if the snap election is no. called. Also, um, uh, uh, so a massive shout to Ian Dunst, who's a political editor for politics.com. I follow him on Twitter. He's very, very good. Very humorous guy. Um, he po- he posted a link to an article that was on politics.com about um, the snap election and the potential uh, the potential snap election coming up um, mm. and the problem of voter registration. So currently there's a very huge disparity about uh, in voter registration like because of uh, young people who are not on the property ladder uh, recently and moving around. A lot of them aren't registered and because our our method to uh, register for, to vote is so archaic and so long-winded that non, no one who currently isn't registered to vote, even if they were able to find out that they're not registered, because you can't just check online, you have to go, like, call your council, they wouldn't be able to get registered in time to vote in a snap election. So yeah. the, the the Tories would probably win de facto just because of that disparity. I mean, even when uh, Corbyn last, like, last year was it, had that real grassroots surge, he still yeah. didn't have enough to beat. I mean, he he took away their majority and forced them into an alliance. Uh, the Tories into an alliance with the DUP, but it still wasn't enough to beat them. And even with the Tory defectors and everything else, I still, you know, it, it Corbyn's a, 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 a um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, a uh, the same words used to describe uh, John Cena. A uh, uh, opposing, not opposing. I I don't know the word I'm looking for, uh, but basically, you know, he 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 splits the audience effectively, right? He's yeah. a controversial figure, especially because he's pro Brexit. Like he's not pro Brexit, no deal, but he is pro he is pro leaving the European Union. Um, and the worry is if they call 
another referendum. What goes on that ballot, right? Mm. If they do just stay or leave, that that's, I mean... That's where we were before. That's not really addressing the problem. But if you add, like, so if you if you if you add no leave with a no deal Brexit, leave with a deal Brexit, or don't leave, that splits the vote further. So you you still yeah. don't get a clear mandate. There's it's such a hot fucking mess that who knows what the fuck's going to happen. There's apparently. Yeah. <laughs> Funnier note, apparently there's an event for the for the 31st of October here in the Netherlands. Everyone's going to the beach to wave goodbye to to England. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, I know it's an, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's it's man, it's fucking depressing as fuck for me, man. It's my hometown, and like the, you know, there are people. It's my home country. Yeah. There are people there that I fucking care about. You know, it's like, yeah, man. And, and there's no, exactly, and and then there's still no like one hundred percent guarantee that I would end up being able to stay here, which you know yeah. completely fucks my life up because it's like, oh great, I now have to leave my job and find a way to. Uh, I literally the thought of it is yeah very uh pretty shit yeah massively massively shit like uh i uh i often i often uh, like i know we've made these comparisons before especially when talking with tween but i think it's becoming even more and more apparent um as time progresses the the comparisons that can be drawn between where we are heading in society now to uh when and compared to the fall of some of the past great societies of history like the Roman Republic or the fall of the Persian Empire you know we we're, we're living through the big middle beginning of a large dichotomy shift and a large um, transition of what our society actually is, which I think largely has been fueled by the internet and the freedom of information and the interconnectivity. It's, it's It's brought out some interesting sides of the human psyche and and created some new elements to the human psyche, I think, or at least brought elements that we perhaps never really knew existed to the the fore. Yeah. So I think, you know, the internet's a great thing. Like, we're here, we're doing this. But I think as a species, there's a lot of it that we weren't ready for, right? Oh, gotcha. We're still just a dumb ape. <laughs> oh God, yeah. I mean, we are, we 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 are not evolved enough. Oh, we're not emotionally mature enough as a species to to deal with the technology and the problems facing the world right now. Yeah, man. I mean, like, I, I mean, fuck, <sighs> we can come on to America. I think after maybe a lighter we'll come back at we'll come back after a, a, a brief break short like sorry this this opening segment's been a fucking downer how long have we been going for man <laughs> uh we i mean we've been ranting about depressing shit for about 30 minutes now so i do oh, apologize wow. to you guys that you tune in for like the happy go lucky stoner podcast but uh and you uh, get oh god the world is shit it's all gonna end oh no yeah oh, but fuck uh, yeah, man. But um, on a plus side, let's uh, let's talk a little bit before we take a break. Let's talk a little bit about some uh, some some weedy weed weed. Um, 
Well, so yeah, that, that that over to you then, because uh, obviously oh, I can't yeah, get you, it here yeah. in this country what, at all. What were you? What were you? What were we smoking when you were over here last? Oh man, I I can't remember uh, all the stuff we picked up. A lot of stuff. So um, I think the last stuff that I picked up, because um, I, so I've um, cards on the table. I've been. Um, Oh, excuse me. Uh, I was on antidepressants for a while, so I, I just stopped smoking weed for a bit. Um, yeah. Off them again now, smoking weed again now. Uh, current, currently actually smoking some, um, like, Moroccan squidgy black that I picked up. Oh. Yeah. Very Old nice. school, don't have it very often. It's quite nice. It's a good bedtime. It's like a big heavy indica, so it's a nice bedtime thing. I forget the exact name of the strain. Um, I've been smoking a little bit, uh, quite a bit of pineapple haze. Um, Ooh, yeah, lovely. it's a classic. It's definitely a classic, uh, courtesy of Katsu Coffee Shop. Um, the other stuff that I've been smoking is, um, oh, Lord, what the hell is it called? It's a bubblegum something or other. And I managed to get myself some Girl Scout cookie as well. Which, ah, that's what you got when you were here, wasn't it? Yes, Girl Scout. That was fucking lovely. Yes. Well, I went went and sought out some more of that, which, uh, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, it was really nice. Is that from Katsu's, actually? I got that. Yeah, yeah. I think it might have been, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, they've got the American strains at the bottom. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, because, yeah, that's where where I was as well. Um... (laughs) And uh, so yeah, that's been. That. I've not had a chance to venture out to any new coffee shops as of late, but there's a uh, there's been a couple of uh, I've been wanting to try. Like I so recently, it's um, happy notes things that I've been doing. Uh, it's been restaurant week uh last not last week the week before uh here in amsterdam so it happens a couple of times a year where all the like all the like lots and lots of restaurants including fine dining and michelin starred restaurants you can book in for like three five six course dinners for like half the normal price so we uh myself and uh naomi did three uh fine dining meals in a week (laughs) yeah i did see the uh the pictures on the, the instagram yeah so the first place that we went to um was uh, I'm going to do them in reverse order because the first place we went to was the best so the last place we went and it actually the last place was the least favourite so yeah Uh, so the last place we went to well it's attached to a hotel it's called Ark by Loot Um, it's now and I'm not saying it wasn't nice it was uh, very very nice but the uh, the atmosphere was a little bit sterile Uh, they did have a nice kind of matcha uh, based cocktail to start with but yeah yeah, the the service was um, the service was okay I mean God bless the waiter he really did like he had the hella like most intense stutter speech impediment he was really like I, so I, I felt bad for him but like you know I just let him finish you know as you should you just let him finish get on with it but fuck yeah. fair play to the guy for working in that industry with that condition as well especially yeah. uh, being able to obviously do it to such a high level um, the food overall was uh, really good we did a five course meal um, which started with um yeah, we started with cocktails, which, like I say, was a, a matcha. It was kind of like a it was kind of like a mojito, but 
with yeah. matcha in there as well. Uh, then the amuse-bouche was a, um, gazpa- a green gazpacho with a saffron foam. Um, the opening opening dish, the, the starter, was like a, a smoked salmon with crispy noodles, uh, couscous, and uh, roasted avocado. Like, so fucking hipster. Um, yeah, couscous just ruined that for me. <laughs> Can't stand the stuff. Fair enough. I, I mean, to be honest, it's not the most exciting piece, most exciting food thing that you can eat. If I'm uh, honest, mm, couscous, bland. Um, it, yeah, it's, it's just a, it's, it's a vessel to carry other flavors. I think um, the second course was much more to my taste. It was um, a uh, um, gambas in a uh, lobster bisque. Uh, gambas uh, bean prawns uh, in a lobster bisque uh, with um, a foam of some description. I forget mm-hmm. what. Uh, then we had um, a baked celeriac with an apple jus, uh, like an apple jus gravy type thing, which was not the best baked celeriac because we'd had that the uh, the previous restaurant, which was far superior. And then the yeah. final course was a poussin um, uh, um, uh, with a... Um, uh, pom fondant and uh, a really nice gravy. Like I say, it was uh, the dessert was a a peach affair with some like um, what you call it, uh, like some uh, what's that meringue and stuff. Like yeah. all in all, it was really nice, but it wasn't like I mean, it was like a hundred because uh, we got it at half price. It was like a hundred and something euros for the two of us. So, you know, it's not too yeah. shabby. Uh, the second place we went was actually uh, in a place in the pipe called Graham's Kitchen run by a Scouse lad. Hey, Scouse guy hey. doing good. Uh, that place, really nice, lovely, lovely, friendly staff. Um, also, we did wine pairings with all the meals as well. Sorry, I, I sound like such a pretentious twat. <laughs> Which yep. is so weird considering I'm uh, the one that sounds... Cool you on it, but you know you said it. Yeah, you do, man. I, I, it's, it's kind of weird considering I'm the one that sounds like a common northern fuck and you're the one with the posh accent. <laughs> I love a fucking scotch egg, mate. <laughs> but so the uh, Graham's Kitchen, we started with some oysters because, you know, uh, a little amuse-bouche of some uh, herring on some... Um, uh, what you call it, it's just like flat little crispy flatbread things. Then yeah. this was a another uh, um, green gazpacho with mackerel uh, two ways, like a, a mackerel mousse and flame, uh, like a char-grilled mackerel with caviar. Um, then one of the standout dishes uh, was a harissa pork belly with like a, a like a cheesy beignet thing. That was Ooh. fucking lovely. Um, nice. Then the the best of the two salt uh, celeriacs. It was a salt baked celeriac with a um, uh, a truffle uh, like jus and a parmesan foam. That was mm-hmm. fucking gorgeous. And then it was a, a fairly standard duck affair with like a, a hoisin sauce and some pickled vegetables and a, yeah. a chard on that and endive on dive and And then like they did the one thing that I always fucking hate in terms of uh, like fucking is strawberries is not a dessert. I don't care how you present it. Like, I'm so over strawberry as a dessert. It was <laughs> nice. It was refreshing, but fuck it. It's like, just give me something a bit more substantial. Give me a like. cake. Yeah, something like that. And then the highlight, uh, I'll tell you about this, the highlight before we go for a quick break and then we'll come back and talk about the other shit we want to talk about. Um, the highlight was a restaurant called Lars, um, which 
to give you an idea of how much we enjoyed this place, uh, we booked we booked uh, ourselves back in for my birthday for the full eight course tasting menu at full price. Jeez. I the the staff were amazing. Lars, the the head chef, came over and introduced himself personally as we came in. Spent most of the night talking directly with the owner as well. Um, she, it, it was fantastic. The amuse bouche to start the evening was uh, there were two amuse bouches. One was um, uh, a Jerusalem market to choke puree, and the other was pickled blueberries, which mm. like doesn't sound great. F- fuck me, it was amazing. Uh, then the opening starter was uh, beetroot with uh, foam, uh, like a f- um, cream of smoke. Oh, really, really nice. Then we had longestine with comfy tomato. Um, La-di-da. Then, yeah. then soul with Dutch shrimp and cauliflower puree and uh, charred onion. Then the, what, one of the most interesting dishes that I've had is like a red mullet with chorizo and kind of almost like a curried pearl barley. It was such an interesting flavor combination that they ended up pairing it with a slightly chilled red wine uh, and it worked exceptionally well. Um, and then the final uh, uh, dish was a duck, uh, a duck dish with a, and you'll appreciate this, it was a, um, not Earl Grey, the other one, the smoky one. The smoky uh, type. Lapsang Souchon. Yes, it was a, a Lapsang Souchon sauce with duck and a cauliflower Ooh. beignet. Very, very tasty. Yeah. And then a cheese board that would end all cheese boards. Like mm. there were something like 10 cheeses on this cheese board. Nice. Um, a palate cleanser, some Pedro Jimenez to go with the dessert, which was a chocolate and mango affair. And that's what you want from food. So yeah. uh, and that one was like 160 euros for the two of us. Uh, going back for the full eight course, it's going to cost us about 400 euros for the two of us. Jesus Christ. But <laughs> like that fine dining shit, man, like once you start doing it, it's like, oh, you, you, I see why the other half live like this. Uh, yeah. But, but the, I, can, I can't say, I can't props the service enough there. Any of you guys out there, foodies, want to come to Amsterdam Restaurant Week, they do it. Um, I think it's, the, it's, it's around the beginning of October. Yeah, it's, the, um, it's either end of September, beginning of October, and then they do it again in March. Um, re, um, I think it's like diningcity.nl. If you hit that website up, you can get notifications about when it happens. You can uh-huh. book up all your bookings through there and you can save packets and go and have some of the fucking best meals of your life for like a fraction of the cost you normally would so that's this that's that's my kind of like cool happy something uh-huh. something nice to end the first half of the the show on before we come back and talk more misery because we can't talk about world affairs which seems to be the the undercurrent theme of this show uh, yeah. or at least this episode without talking about the ginger haired nonce that's in office in uh in the yeah. States. Oh, yeah, that prick. Yeah, that prick. That prick. Well, we'll yeah. come back to that shortly. And then also, well, you know, once, we, once we've done talking about the, the, the bloated retard that's slowly crumbling the world on the world stage, we'll talk about some more fun things like gaming, because I've been playing some games. We've got some games we're going to play directly after we finish this this podcast as well. Oh hell yeah! Um, so yeah, we've, we've we've got some other things, some other lighter topics, but you know how we get if we've been away for a while. We come back strong and opinionated. God damn it! <laughs> and sorry, I've yeah. been I, I've been ranting a lot, Bung. I've not I've not really 
That's it's it's all cool, man. I've I've always been the uh, the voice in the corner of it. I'm more like the uh, producer you'd have in the background, just you rambling and just so so it's not you just talking to yourself. I'm just mm-hmm. here as a occasional yes. Mm-hmm. And I, I may see. I may also drop in after the break. I may all drop it drop in Nero's wrestling talk section because fuck me there's been a lot to, a lot of shit happening recently in the world of wrestling that uh, I've not watched I, a single bit of wrestling since I was in Amsterdam with you so oh uh, man well you, it'll be news for you as well so um I, I I'll talk I'll, I'll I won't go into too deep too much depth or anything but I think it's worth I, I, worth at least mentioning because it's got some fun it, there's some funny stories involved anyway but I'll try and stop you from going on for about six hours so. yeah yeah you 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 do a good job reel me in reel me in make yeah. sure I don't go fucking too too fucking ape shit bat shit and all over the all over the the place i guess yeah yeah Yeah. anyway we're gonna just pause up you'll get some uh kind of interlude music don't know what it'll be um but whatever it is it'll be short and hopefully you'll enjoy it um and royalty free well it, it will definitely be royalty free um incidentally um I forget. We'll talk about that at the end. Actually, uh, just the, the 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 new email addresses and make sure all that yeah. stuff's uh, clarified. But yeah, we'll be back within. We'll be, well for you, not very long for us. Well for me, as long as it takes to you know smoke a joint, basically. Asshole. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. Yeah, we'll be back shortly. Oh, bye. bye. back guys hello hope you enjoyed your little break there we definitely enjoyed ours um so as we as promised we're back with more depressing bullshit (laughs) donald trump donald trump so back like we talked about the states and the the like fucking that twat played a role in the vapor fucking thing um, you know, they, the, there was a lot of angry vapors with him when he started talking about that flavor ban. But like, let's, let's just reset, rewind. Holy fuck! I have never seen such blatant corruption and crumbling yeah. of a fucking major Western society or major Western political system that we're seeing right now. So. As you, as everyone's probably fucking painfully aware, he's currently they're currently doing impeachment investigations, and the most recent update is the the White House branch are basically saying we deem this as unlawful, so we're not going to cooperate in any way, shape, or form. Mm-hmm. It's just like fuck's sake. Apparently, he's calling Mitch McConnell three times a day to try and make sure all the because he's losing ground with Republicans now, so he's trying to make sure that he can keep the Senate on side. Should he go to him? Should the 
impeachment hearing go through there and yeah. to, to make sure that he gets found not guilty effectively. But I mean, regardless, I don't like, oh, fucking, I pray to God that he doesn't win another term. And if he doesn't, no. he's getting arrested like a motherfucker as soon as he's not sitting in office anymore. Uh, <laughs> nah, I, like, I think, I, I think, I think they're kind of going to have to. Sorry, I'm just going to sniff for a second or be set. They're gonna have to because, like, there's no, um, there's no, there's just no fucking way um, that they can not like the corruption so evident. So, like, you know, the, he released, he's released an incriminating transcript of him, pr- like, pressuring Ukraine with a quid pro quo. Like, it's it's yeah. there, it's fact, it's open, it's just fact. That, yeah, he still disputes disputes it and says, like, who the f- what human being says it was a perfect call. <sighs> The guy doesn't talk like he has a brain or a cell or any other. So the... um, (coughs) His only brain cell killed itself from loneliness. It's it's just... It's incredible to me. And it, it, like... I know the Republicans are problematic, to say the least, in a lot of sense. And I do, I do apologize to any Republican voters that we've got out there, but, you know, we all have different opinion. Don't fucking hate us just because we have this opinion. We're outsiders yeah. looking in. We may not see everything you do, but <clears throat> come on, be real with yourself. You can't actually, in any real sense, say that Donald Trump has been a sane, effective president he has been a demonstrative asshole who has caused untold amount of damage to the american uh political system to the american people even his own voter base basically fallen through on every single campaign promise that he wanted apart from I hate immigrants because I'm racist. Um, yeah. And even then, he's not like he's built his fucking he built his fucking dream wall, his beautiful wall. But um, it's it's uh, it's one of those scenarios that it's like you sit back and you watch it as an outsider, and you're like, I, and I know we can't talk as Brexit, but like, fuck yeah. my life. The guy phoned how many world leaders to try and get them to start various investigations, like yeah. post Ukraine. So post Ukraine, like correct me if I'm wrong. Post Ukraine, it, it was um, Italy, Boris Johnson in the UK. Um, who else was the? Um, obviously, we know about Russia. Uh, the one that I find the most amusing is that he he spoke to the Australian. PM to try and find out the source of like one to find out the source of the Russia investigation. When do you know the whole story behind that? No. So the, the reason that the FBI started looking into the Trump campaign's ties to um Russia was because the Australian intelligence service alerted the FBI. So he literally phoned Australia to ask them to open an investigation into themselves. Okay. Because he's a fucking moron. Yep. Yep. I, I mean, still think one of the favorite things I've seen, though, is um, someone pointed out a picture of him that he stands like a centaur missing its back half. Oh, God. Oh, God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He just, like, kind of leans forwards in yeah. this weird, like, it's like he's a weeble that's about to wobble but never fall over. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like, he, yeah, he, I, I don't think. Like, you know, if there was ever an argument for David Icke's lizard people theory, 
I mean, yeah. he's right there. He's right there because the, there is there's definitely something other than human being under that stretch, stretch stretched yeah. sack he, he of flesh. Someone with that much money apparently could afford to have a decent tailor. His suits are just so horribly oversized. He, maybe he does. He just doesn't have taste. Yeah, there is that. I mean, you've seen his house, right? His apartment, his... Ugh. I, I, want, I like gold. Make everything gold. <laughs> Man, like when I was in Vegas, uh, seeing Trump Tower, the Trump Tower Casino there, oh. it's just this horrible, gaudy, giant dick in the middle of the desert. It's like a, it's like the first thing you build in Minecraft creative with gold blocks. It's just a massive dick in the middle of a desert. Yeah. It's and like, that's, that's exactly... That's in Vegas. It looks gaudy as fuck. <laughs> well, I mean, it's amazing that he's managed to keep a casino open. Like, all his ones in, was it Atlantic City? Have all, all went oh, yeah. bankrupt. Like, I've never... Like, I know they've elected, like, celebrities before. Obviously, Reagan was an actor. But yeah. this guy was a con artist from the get-go. He's been oh, yeah. known as a fucking... Like, anyone with half a brain cell has been known as a con artist for most of his life. He fucking... And then he was a shitty game show host. It's like, what? He spewed rhetoric, and he spewed hatred, and he riled up people that were unhappy and he got into power, and then he fucked up, he fucked over those people. Granted, some of those people deserve to be fucked over, fair enough, but, like, it's, it, it's very telling when a world leader of what, you know, what, for better or worse, is arguably the, the world leading superpower, goes to meetings with other world leaders, and they treat him like the crazy guy on the bus. It's like yeah. just just don't look at him. He'll go away. Like yeah. like when he was going on that like that you know when he just had had the president of Finland over uh, and yeah. he was going on that rant about the 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 Ukraine conversation. And at one point he actually went to put like tap the president of Ukraine on the the knee and the Ukrainian president was like nope nope don't fucking touch me. Just like bats his hand away. It's the uh, funniest fucking thing. The guy is. Um, He's a balloon. He's, I, like, I, I always want, almost wonder if there's like an element of him on the spectrum because he seems to not be able to interpret uh, like human interactions correctly as well. Yeah, like he can't on like read a room or understand people, and it's, it, uh, it's. I mean, narcissism up to a million degrees. Like, I'd love to. I'd love to. To, to, to for a therapist to spend a couple of hours and see the fucking diagnosis that they come up with. Yeah. I know, like people have tried to do it from TV, but like to, you know, actually put him through, put him through the ringer. I mean, God, fucking help us. They may just say. I, I mean, honestly, part of me wonders: is it just? Is this just very late stage syphilis? Late stage uh, onset syphilis setting in, <laughs> and his brain is genuinely turning to mush? Because I mean, it's fucking possible, right? The guys, the guys, the guys, George the Third. Yeah, like I mean, this is this is President Syphilis. In fact, that's that's how he should be remembered in the history books. President, like, like okay, so you know, let's listen. Like, the 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 presidency in the U.S. has had its ups and downs. They've had some 
shitty presidents, Reagan and Nixon and so on. But they've had yeah. some very um very good presidents as well. And if not if not necessarily they've been they've had some very good leaders as presidents. They may not always have been like, you know, um like good in the sense of good and honorable, but they have been shrewd political minds and they've been able to accomplish worthwhile goals and and really use their time in office well um you know you look at uh and the generally interesting like kind of once in a lifetime figures you look at um obviously you can look at people like kennedy and lincoln but also um uh ford uh is it, is it ford um and who was the uh who was the pre- who was the president at the uh end of the second world war Oh fuck! I uh, Ch- no, it's not Chester A. Arthur. Jesus. No. Um, didn't he? There's no nothing to fear but fear itself. Oh God! How Is that uncle- Roosevelt? Yes, Roosevelt. Teddy Rose. Well, both there was two Roosevelts. There was uh, Theodore Roosevelt and uh, Franklin Roosevelt. Was it Franklin D. Roosevelt or? Uh, I can't remember. Shit yeah, with the US presidents. I- <sighs> I used to be a lot better, but I'm stoned. So, uh, but both, to be honest, to be fair, both the Roosevelts are interesting characters in their own right. Um, I mean, like, I think there's a lot to be said for. I, I think I think Kennedy is a, a very interesting president just for his his negotiation of the of uh, the Cuban Missile Crisis and the Cold War uh, elements that he had to deal with. Uh, yeah. And obviously, there's there's obviously all the controversy surrounding like his death and things like that. And but uh, the, who was the president that couldn't? stand uh like but oh um is that is that gerald ford no oh god that's gonna bug me i'm gonna google it well he was the one after herbert hugh hoover uh yeah oh god yes um was that franklin d roosevelt uh that might have that might have been like I have no idea. Uh, yeah, it was. You were right. Franklin Franklin D. Roosevelt, a, uh, July January thirty eighty two to April twelfth nineteen forty five. So he's the guy that saw in the uh, end of the end of the uh, Second World War, and he never like he was never filmed like he re- they really tried to kind of like downplay it, really tried to hide the fact that he was you know he had trouble walking. And it, I, I found that well, he um, had childhood polio. Yeah, cool. yeah, yeah. Apparently he was he was like very. Um, not and this isn't necessarily meant in a negative sense, but he was a very manipulative and cunning president, which I guess yeah. in in a wartime is especially something you'd want, right? Especially when you're yeah. when you're part you're part par, uh, parlaying and like cozying up to the likes of fucking Stalin, right? Yeah, but uh, yeah, so <laughs> I mean, you, you, that shit. you look back at the the lineage of the presidency, and then you get to Donald Trump. Will America ever recover from Donald Trump? That's the, that's a that's an yeah. interesting question to pose because, like the because of the way obviously the two term party and the fact that it's a you know you, you, your four year eight year term maximum right um, yeah there's so much stuff that needs to be undone that he has done that the neck if they if they do swing uh, the other way and get a democratic president 
all the the fallout that's still to come from things that Trump has enacted will be laid at the feet at the of the at the feet of the current sitting president, which means they'll probably swing back to Republican afterwards again. And it, it, it's why there's never that 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 real change. I mean, my my personal hope is Warren. Like, I think she is a fantastic politician. I think she has some fantastic. Uh, progressive ideas um i think she's a better choice than bernie um i think i I, not that i have anything necessarily into bernie but i think you need to keep one of them in the hat in like the house or senate wherever they are because uh you need that 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 kind of voice in both branches of government um but uh yeah warren i think is the better chance but unfortunately uh like i worry that it's going to be biden and i don't think by biden's a good biden's just going to be another standard by the book democratic president there's not going to yeah. be major changes he's not going to be the president that's needed post trump no. i think i think um obviously i've got quite a few american work friends uh americans who work uh um, my office and they they, they they're, they're quite dismayed by the entire affair as well. As, I mean, as you fucking would be. I mean, I've not heard yeah, any, I, I've not heard anything from our, uh, our our American friend, James. No, but, but he does oof. live in the deep south, so I worry. <laughs> <laughs> Has he turned Republican? Is he just sat there with his guns? <laughs> uh, I have no idea. No, no. But so I mean, yeah. Like without going too much, Trumps impeachment is kind of marching on right now um the world is in a massive state of flux there's obviously the riots that are going on in hong kong um it's gonna that saying may you live in interesting times well i think conclusively folks we can definitely say we do yeah and they suck definitely so on a lighter note, video games. Yay. Let's talk about something. Sorry, this this has been a very politic heavy episode, but we like I've got my little I had to rant about Trump on air somewhere just to fucking flick get it out of the system because I've been fo- following a like um I bought an Amazon Echo and I have this like Alexa news and it just reels off news to me for like 20 minutes half an hour and fuck so much of it is trump and fuck oh yeah i had to, I, I my blood has been boiling um so uh yeah let's let's change that let's talk some games because i've picked up some new stuff i've been playing some new stuff there's some stuff on the horizon that we're interested in um talk a little bit of wrestling you've done a lot of sessions as well since we last spoke done. as well <laughs> so uh yeah let's move on to some lighter funner more in tune with our jolly selves topics so yeah um larping before we go into game tell us about your most recent larp session quick segue oh. before we do shout to uh larp noobs podcast check oh yeah check, check them, them out, out. <laughs> uh our, our good friends we'll we'll uh, see if we can get some like four-way uh some action getting getting those guys uh uh on on here uh, sometime in in the not too distant future, it'd be good to, yeah. uh, for 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 the for the viewers to say hello to uh, Dave Ian and again. I- <laughs> Ian and Dave uh, under the new banner of Rambling Stoners. And uh, yeah. yeah, oh, interesting. 
Um, and actually, as, a, as another one, just quickly before you, you kick off and tell us about your LARP, um, one of uh, my friends from uh, the Netherlands uh, uh, should be joining us for our next episode, Danny. Oh, nice. Yeah, he's going he's gonna to come partake in an episode. We're going to get some... He's an Aussie who's moved over here. Uh, I work with him. Another massive, massive stoner. So you're going to... Um, not a vapor, but that's good. It means we won't get too bogged down in vape talk. So it's going to be interesting to get some different, uh, completely new guy on here, some new perspective. So uh, look forward to that one. Anyway, Bong, yeah, yeah over to you. How was your LARPing? Uh, LARP was good. It was the last session of the year. Yep. Um, E4, uh, Empire. Um, yeah, it was an incredibly fun time. Um, oh, I'm trying to remember what happened, man. It, was, it seems so long ago. Um, well, you got really some fun. new weaponry, I remember you telling me. Um, well, I traded last season, mm. I traded my uh, leather armor for some chain mail, and the guy also gave me the massive Warhammer. Yes. Uh, which was... I had at E3 and E4, um, which I used when I was monstering. Oh, nice. Because uh, it gives me the opportunity to use weapons that I can't use in my normal character because I haven't got the skill points for. Um, <clears throat> Can you, like, earn skill points through monstering to then... I, not, not through monstering, you get a few XP. Oh, okay, cool, uh, cool, cool. You're attending, like, um, if you attend, I think, the E1 and E3, you get an XP point for each of those. Oh, cool. Usually. Or it's like if you go for two over the year, you get XP. Cool. Um, so, yeah, did that. Um, well, well, had great fun. We had a very successful uh, battle on the Saturday. Nice. Um, which went very well and didn't lose a single member of our uh, <laughs> striding for the first season in... Uh, probably about two or three sessions. I think we lost at least one person. <clears throat> Me and Ian are the only original characters still left. Has Dave died before then? Oh yeah, Dave's character died. Oh wow! Um, oh wow! At E two, his character died. Wow! Wow! Yeah. In fact, do I see do I see your battle hammer in the background there? Oh yeah, yeah, that's nice. it in the background. Nice. It's um, <clears throat> yeah, and using that on the monstering was fun, except for. One of the points when I went down, um, I had my sword in my side scabbard. Uh, and as I was pulled up, my sword got ripped off the scabbard. Oh, man. So uh, my sword is currently missing, including part of, well, the frog is still on the sword, I hope. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah, so I've got to try and hopefully find that um, at E1. Fingers crossed um, it's in one of the lost and founds or at the monster tent. Oh, okay. So they keep them, oh, like, they keep like a lost, oh, yeah, yeah, there's ah, a lost cool. and found thing. So cool. hopefully that, it's in one cool. of those. It seems like it's really uh, well organized, actually. Oh, yeah. it's. Uh, I mean, hats off to the uh, profound decisions with the guys who run Empire. Um, they do a fucking amazing job. Uh, the, the plot writers and everything are just so good at what they do. And, oh, man. And like even like the, the, well, the guys who are called the Red Hats who are the guys who look after the site and uh, put up rented tents and help ditches to stop flooding happening in the fields it's like they do a lot of great work for the site and so hats off to them as well uh yeah <laughs> um that sounds really cool yeah it, it's fucking amazing like you, you say like flooding into the ditches oh they um we if were, really were, they, were, they, were they were, were they trying to make moats like donald trump wanted at the border filled with alligators and snakes <laughs> uh not sorry quite, no, but it's to stop because like um we've had years when people's tents have been flooded out and stuff and places end up like a quagmire and it's just horrible. 
but they've worked so hard on the drainage of the site. We had a downpour, I think, at E3, and there's only a few parts which were a bit fucky, but everything else was fine. That's but, yeah. cool. Do they actually own the site where it is then? Uh, no, they rent a site off um, a farmer <laughs> up near Silverstone. <clears throat> oh, cool. Um, but yeah, I think they are looking to buy a permanent site, which will be fucking amazing if they find one and yeah. get it sorted. Because uh, I mean, there'll be like permanent structures there with it as well, which will just be that. Yeah, awesome. like being able to build things like keeps and things that could be really cool. Yeah, actual yeah. physical structures rather than just like wooden palisades and stuff. That'd be really, really cool. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Oh, nice. Like I, 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 I obviously I'd have to fly back, and I would love to attend one, but it's getting all the gear and together for, and like for just one, it's like uh, yeah. <laughs> But so uh, you, you can go pretty light on stuff. You can just get like um, a basic tunic and a basic pair of trousers and just have that for the weekend. Okay. And um, risk not having armor. But if you're only going once, then. If I put foam padding around my Buster Sword, could I use that and go like Great Sword Wielder or something? Does no. that exist? No. Uh, that, would, that would not pass a weapons check. How come? Uh, basically, they're, they're massive on safety. Uh, so basically, your weapons have to have a specific type of core okay. with a specific density of foam around it. Okay, which cool. then coated with latex uh, and stuff like that. So it's, everything has to be in work, fine work conditions. Like any loose bits of foam or dented foam and stuff like that, then they'll reject the weapon because it's not safe to use on the battlefield. It's on my chainmail. I have to be patted down to make sure there's no sharp edges on it as well. But... Uh, well, it's good that they take the the safety seriously. Definitely, yeah, really, really good. Cool. Oh no, that's really cool. Ah, well, nice, nice. Yeah. Uh, any any more larpy tidbits or? Um, we... Probably not. Let's move on. Okay. If fine. you want to listen to more about what we get up to at LARP, um, listen to the LARP news, which yeah. is uh, David Ian uh, chatting about stuff. Yeah, LARP news. We'll link. We'll. Uh, I'll leave a permanent link on our website, uh, so you can go there, or you know, just. Lot, lot noobs, iTunes, you'll find them. Yeah. Um, so moving on to games, like I wanted to chat about some stuff that I've been playing uh, recently. So um, I, I've been playing a bit of console stuff uh, recently because I got an Xbox Game Pass for my Xbox One X. Um, I recently played through Devil May Cry 5 because I've always been a fan of the Devil May Cry series. Uh, yeah. Great, great, great fun, actually. Like over the top as ever, fucking silly good fun combat in you know stories batshit as always um i i would recommend it to fans of the series um if you like your spectacle fighters it's yeah it's really quite fun uh blasted through that in a couple of days looks fucking fantastic runs really well on xbox not played on any of the platforms um what else did i play um I played some... Um, oh, I started playing Dead Cells, actually, which is like a 2D... It's got... It's like... Okay, so it's a 2D roguelike Dark Souls-esque thing. Um, yeah. It's got a good sense of humor, uh, cool, fast-paced, 2D, platformy style combat. Uh, it's got that roguelike thing where you acquire things for each run and then you die and come back and blah, blah, blah. But the combat's very, like decisive and nice and yeah I, I you know it's a little indie title i would strongly recommend it it's been out for quite some time now it just took me a while to get around to playing it um so anyone who's a likes um 
what's the word? Rogue, rogue-esque style games has uh, like 2D style games and has that kind of penchant for a bit more measuredy Dark Soulsy. Well, not measuredy Dark Soulsy combat, but um, a little bit more of that kind of atmosphere. You not really got know what's going on and like organic story through environment and thing. Yeah, definitely worth uh, definitely worth checking out. You can dip in and out of it really nicely. A lot of fun. Um, quick, succinct review on that. Nero recommends. Probably three out of five stars, definitely. Maybe three and a half. Why not? <clears throat> three and a half. Yeah, of course. Arbitrary rating systems. Who cares? Uh, but the big, 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 the big. The, so the main thing that uh, I've been playing recently, and I've, like, I say recently, over the last couple of days, and I've sunk about 30 hours into it in that time, um, is Code Vein, uh, which just came out. I picked that up on PC. It's... Uh, published by Bandai Namco, same guys that published Dark Souls, and it effectively is anime Dark Souls. So uh, you've got that same core combat mechanic loop, um, very difficult, com- well, not as difficult as Dark Souls, and well, that or I've just got a lot better at those kind of games. Um, so it's got that very kind of like, uh, you know, strategic like measured combat style of dark souls when you die you lose your shit you transport back you have to go back and get the stuff that you need to level up except instead of souls it's haze you play revenants like kind of vampire-esque type creatures um rather than uh, taking that kind of dark souls lore very abstract storytelling and uh lore through the world and storytelling through the world and cryptic uh, or maybe not crypt- yeah somewhat cryptic and open to interpretation it takes a more traditional JRPG approach to the storytelling uh, narrative cutscenes uh, very uh, very structured story uh, linear story very very interesting I won't go into too much detail uh, at the risk of spoilers but the general uh, idea is you play Revenant um, there was um a queen revenant who's been banished and you're trying to you're help working alongside some other revenants to try and uh help find the source of blood beads which are what revenants live on in place of human blood uh it's post-apocalyptic um where it differs quite greatly in the combat side of things to dark souls is um you can uh change your class up quite freely so there are these things called blood codes and what blood codes are are basically classes and you acquire them through the game um and there, there are lots of there are quite a selection of them um you know uh, they probably branch they probably uh like there's like three main kind of overriding archetypes you've got like your heavy kind of hammer or um uh great sword two-handed sword types your one-handed swords magic users and then your kind of what's one of the more interesting weapons is like a bayonet type rifle thing uh which is a little bit more on mobility and a little bit little bit of mix and close and range um you unlock different skills through each 
blood code has its own specific skills that you can unlock. Once you master those skills within that blood code, you can use them where, with other blood codes. You can mix and match all the different skills to create your own very customized build, uh, which is really, really cool if you're into the, like your kind of min-maxing of characters to optimize things and stuff. Um, I've largely been playing through as like a, uh, a one-handed sword, but I've done some modifications to make sure that I'm quite dodgy and fast because that's just generally my preferred play yeah. style and that. Um, the art style is fantastic. The, mu- the musical score is amazing. Um, the few negatives that some people may find, especially if you're coming from Souls, uh, the levels themselves are a little bit more linear than Souls. There's lots of branching paths and things and twisty turnies, uh, but you do just teleport from uh, area to area to area and you have like a, a one hub world, uh, a little bit more akin to Dark Souls 2 uh, than Dark Souls 1. Um, some of the like the over, the overriding world architecture isn't doesn't have that kind of uh, real like pouring of detail that FromSoft put into Dark Souls. But that's not to say the world does not feel um, fairly well realized, if not that well lived in i guess um it it, there there is a lot to the world uh, the areas are there are some really really nice areas um some less imaginative than so but those that element aside the core gameplay loop is incredibly satisfying the story is very very interesting the character so one of the really cool things is the sheer volume of just character design customization. I mean, there's nothing's behind a paywall. You can like go batshit with how you customize your character. There's so much detail you can change. You can spend like a fucking hour and two just in creating your character. Um, nice. So yeah, it's really, really cool game. Um, I definitely would recommend for people that... Um, enjoy soul style games um but yeah do be aware of those caveats in that it, it's a lot more of a, a a focused narrative linear uh you have your um your team and there's uh, you have like a, a a team of companions who are with you throughout the story. You always have like an NPC companion with you as well, which adds an interesting dynamic. You can uh, do some team up things with them as well. Um, And yeah, if you like JRPGs and you like Dark Souls, you will probably find something, if not a lot to enjoy in this. So I would recommend it. I like to say I've put 30 hours into it across like the shape of the space of a week. So that it comes highly recommended from me, but I am a huge fucking attack anime fanboy nut job. So yeah, I mean like if, if you put, if you give me something that's anime, I'm going to fucking play it. And if it's like even marginally good, I'm going to go, I'm going to get really into it. Um, I do actually have another anime game that I've not started yet, which is Astral Chain on Switch, uh, which is the latest one from Platinum Games. Uh, it looks really interesting. Platinum Games, guys behind like Nier Automata, Bayonetta. Uh, I believe they also did Transformers Devastation as well. Uh, one of my favorite public, uh, like dev houses. They do really interesting stuff and normally 
cool little spectacle fighters. This has got some interesting mechanics. I've not played it yet, so I'm not really going to talk into it. But I'll I'll uh, I'll update you guys on how I feel about that. If I've if I've sunk my teeth into it next time, I may very well be getting back into Monster Hunter World because there's a new expansion coming out. Um, uh-huh. But we also have a new expansion of Destiny, which is what we'll be doing after yeah. this uh, after this show. Yeah, talking of that, it's like. I'm I'm jonesing for it right now. To be honest, it's <clears throat> like the new expansion Shadow Keeps out. Yeah, I have not read anything about it yet. No, I mean, we've, we've got to figure. Gem, it's like literally, I just want to get in and discover it. Yeah, and see yeah. Watch the story, like because that's how we've been doing the entire of the um the the story stuff on Destiny. We've been playing it together. Yep, and like literally finding out the story as we've come to it. Yeah, I think we played through it. Yeah, we've pretty much done the entirety of Destiny two yeah. together. I think there's a bit where you went a bit ahead, and I caught up. Yeah, well, I think I think the I think that was the initial the initial campaign and one of the like maybe the second uh, expansion. Uh, yeah, like I played through them originally by myself, and then I replayed them with you. Yeah. Um, uh, but since then, everything else we've kind of like done uh, as a duo. Um, and it's I tell you what, like it's it. Destiny is not. You know, it's not a thinking man's game. It 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 triggers oh, basic yeah. reward centers. But fuck me, if you if you like your if you liked Halo and you like yourself some just fucking good fun run and gun shooting, nice combat. Like Destiny's great. I get some stake, but yeah. fucking Destiny Two is great. I, I I fucking love it. I mean, God, oh, we've put yeah. we've put enough fucking hours into it. We must love it. Oh God, yeah. I mean, that's the that's one sad thing about it. Moving over to Steam is. I no longer know what my hours played on that are. Oh God, yeah. It's like I don't have an hours played. It's like oh, that makes me very, very sad. Yeah, because we. I mean, it must have been hundreds, right? If not yeah. thousands. Well, yeah, I mean, done, no, I don't know if it would have been thousands. Like, it'd be the hundreds, definitely. Yeah. Though. I mean, I remember Guild Wars two back back in the day. I was. Oh, I, th- I think I was. Um, I was approaching the five thousand hour mark. Yeah, I remember obviously. Get my character up to level eighty so I could do the um, raids and shit. Yeah, the, the, fra- the, uh, the fractal, fractal runs. Yeah, the fractal runs. Yeah, yeah level yeah. eighty. Yeah. So I just spent an entire night just right. What can I do to just power them? It's like, oh, go through all the crafting stuff. Yeah. Basically, <laughs> learn every single skill, make this many things. It's just like, well, fuck it. Pang, 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 pang. Yep. I, I, I power level my necro through crafting. It's yeah, sometimes it's gotta be done if you need to, if you need a new char and you need it quick. Um yeah. but uh yeah, so Destiny is definitely uh, uh, on the table for ne- uh, next. I'm probably also going to pick up because uh, the child in me will never die. I'm probably going to pick up Pokemon Sword or Shield when it comes out for the Switch. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm intrigued because they've done a lot to redesign it. I was a little bit disappointed with Pokemon Let's Go Eevee and Let's Go Pikachu yeah. thing because they they centered it too much around Pokemon Go, so they got rid of random battles and you just threw Pokeballs at Pokemon yeah. that appeared. It, that it really killed it for me. Um, that that element, I was just like, it, it it just became quite dull, like very dull. Yeah, in fact. there wasn't the proper battle system. Or... Yeah, so I'm I'm I've got some hopes for Sword and Shield. Um, I did play through recently. I'm not sure if I mentioned it on the last show, but me and Naomi played through uh, the Sinking City, which is that Lovecraftian horror game. Oh yeah, yeah, we played through that together. That was really that's really fun. Buggy as fuck, janky as shit, but. If you're a Lovecraft fan, I would recommend it. It's fun, but it does have its issues. It's it's 
small development house. There are some hilarious bugs in there. The AI is not fucking up to much, but the aesthetic's really nice. Some of the dialogue's fucking hilarious. Some some of it's fantastic. Um, it's got some really cool, like really uh, niche. Um, Lovecraftian references throughout. Uh, I would definitely recommend it if you are like a a Lovecraft nut like me and Naomi are. So yeah. yeah. Um, other than that, in the term in terms of gaming, I don't think I've actually done much else because you know life and work and yeah. wrestling. Oh yeah, I forgot you were gonna do a wrestling bit as well. Yeah, so this is I like we're, we're probably gonna wrap up pretty shortly, but uh, before we go, I wanted to uh, as as you guys any any long longer term listeners know, I am a, a wrestling fanatic. Um, in fact, actually, um, yeah, both me and uh, Naomi are Naomi are, and actually a little PSA here, which uh, I'll mention again at the beginning of the next episode, and I will keep mentioning it as we draw closer. Uh, there'll probably be minimal to no uh, episodes in January, January, because uh, I fly out to. Um, uh, Japan on the 27th of December and I don't get back till the 21st of January okay. so I am gone for the better part of a month uh, in uh, Japan uh, we're going out there for wrestling going for Wrestle Kingdom uh, two nights at the Tokyo Dome hopefully going to go see some other wrestling shows while we're out there to catch some stardom and things but so the big news the big thing that's been happening wrestling so so first off um not long back, um, just over a month ago, I think, I went back to the UK and went to New Japan Pro Wrestling's first ever solo main UK show in the UK. Um, in fact, it was your birthday weekend that I was there. Yeah. Um, Didn't even come up to Cambridge for my birthday. I literally, it was a flying, very flying visit, unfortunately. I, I really would have <sighs> would have otherwise. That, but, I, hey... In in no, turnabout, no, no, no. I did pay for you to cut. I did buy you a ticket out here for, to come out here oh, for yeah, your yeah, birthday. Yeah. So I think I think I did all right as a as a compensation gift. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yes, okay, <laughs> but. Um, uh, yeah, like I was saying, went to the New Japan Pro Wrestling uh, event, which was phenomenally amazing live. One of the most, uh, the best, one of the best wrestling shows I've been to live to date. Uh, and that includes Wrestle Kingdom the other year in uh, in Tokyo. Uh, the crowd were fantastic. The crowd were hot for every match. We got some fucking amazing matches. Um, I got to meet some of. The, some of my idol wrestlers, uh, I got to meet Hiroshi Tanahashi, Will Ospreay, uh, the Gorillas of Destiny, Jay White, Minoru Suzuki, Zack Sabre, Tetsu Naito again, uh, mm-hmm. Juice Robinson, um, and uh, Katsuyori Shibata. Like, oh my God, it was incredible. I was meeting all of those guys was f- f- like just... Star, starstruck, and I got to mm-hmm. rant about Brexit with Zack Saber Junior. Who's uh, this is this will be the interesting story that I want to tell you about. This. So Zack Saber Junior. Um, apologies for those that don't know who these guys are. The New Japan Zack Saber Junior is a British wrestler who wrestles for New Japan Pro Wrestling, and he was wrestling. He was defending his British heavyweight championship against Hiroshi Tanahashi, who is uh, like the ace of New Japan. What a fantastic wrestler helped 
uh, New Japan through their darker period uh, and help maintain that company. But what I wanted to talk about in that match, because um, uh, Zack Sabre is a Brit, uh, has been very outspoken about his hatred of Boris Johnson and uh, how anti-Brexit he is. As a sign of support for Zack Sabre in that match, the entire crowd started chanting, if you hate Boris Johnson, clap your hands. If you hate Boris Johnson, clap your hands. Like the entire arena chanting this. And then it followed up with a fuck you Brexit chant, which... <laughs> was just the funniest thing to be part of as, as, as the wrestling in, in a wrestling show. But so that, that was one piece of fucking fantastic news. Hopefully new Japan are going to come back to uh, the UK again. Uh, but what's really happening now is AEW. Um, AEW yeah. dynamite launched, uh, which is the uh, promotion that's been started by the young bucks, Kenny Omega, um, Chris Jericho. Um, it's in direct opposition to WWE NXT live on Wednesday night on TNT. Wow. The Wednesday night, the, the wrestling war has started again and they crushed WWE two weeks in a row. Now uh, NXT, the, the first week head to head NXT did 850,000 viewers. Uh, AEW dynamite did 1.3 million. Um, the Christ. second week, NXT did 750,000 and AEW did, I think, about 1.2 million. Uh, they both saw a drops, uh, slight drops because baseball was on and they were going head-to-head with baseball. <laughs> but yeah. the wrestling war has started again. TNT, which is where WCW used to air, is now airing AEW Dynamite. Hmm. And they are, Vince is going head to and it's... Vince is getting a sharp fucking wake-up call right now because AEW are putting on some very compelling wrestling shows. Chris Jericho is their world champion. Thing, uh, they they are available to free to watch on ITV in the UK. Wow! So you can pick them up on uh, the there's a there's a replay on ITV um, Hub player. IT yeah. on ITV Hub. Uh, they're also going to be uh, put playing in full on. Oh no, they're playing it an hour abbreviated version on a Friday. Uh, I think it's Friday night or uh, it's either Friday night or Thursday night at like eleven forty-five. Um, and they're going to be on uh, Saturday more uh, like an edited down version on Saturday morning for the kid like to try and get kids in as well. So there's going to be like three different airings that you can catch uh, AEW on in the UK. So any of you guys out there, uh, our UK listeners that are all, any of our listeners that used to be wrestling fans during the Attitude Era, check AEW out. They 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 are. If the Attitude Era was full of good wrestling, like with the exception of the like Stone Cold and the few people that were genuinely good, it's it's going to be some real interesting times. I'm not going to go into a massive rant about it. I might go into some more detail next week, but going forward, I'm going to have like a little update on the eight, the the new wrestling war every week. That's going to be one of my little things that I'm going to talk about. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I I really encourage anyone that ever has been a fan of wrestling to give it another shot right now because it's never been a more interesting time so uh yeah that's that 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 that's that's my little my little thing um just in case you guys don't know who like kenny omega and everyone are they used to wrestle for new japan um they're they were approached Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks and Cody Rhodes uh, were approached by Tony Khan, the owner of uh, Ful- um, Fulham FC and uh, the Bengals. 
I think, mm. in America. Um, and they are he's funding their wrestling promotion. Very nice. Yeah. So check it out. That's 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 my check out wrestling. Wrestling is awesome. I live and die by wrestling. <laughs> yeah. So I, I think I think we're gonna probably bring the proceedings to a close. Sorry, I've kind of ranted a lot. I've had a lot to talk about, I guess. Yeah. But um yeah, uh, I hope you guys have enjoyed the show. Um, sorry, there's been a lot of downer talk, but the world is the way the world is right now. Um, but uh, when we come back next week, uh, not next week, sorry, uh, in two weeks. Um, yeah. Are we going to come back in two weeks, Bungle? Yeah, should be. Good, good, good. Uh, yeah, so when we come back in two weeks, we're going to have a bit more of an upbeat episode for you. Um, I'm going to talk, I, I think I'm going to talk some hot sauce because I've been going through a fucking lot of it recently. Um, <laughs> and uh, we'll keep, we'll uh, update you on the general news and things of how things have been progressing in vaping. And uh, um, in two weeks' time, will it be post the Brexit date? The pro- uh, uh, will it be after Halloween? No, it'll be that weekend, which is oh. the 26th and 27th we'll be recording. Okay. Yeah, that's right. I'm dating it. Okay. So, um... Maybe okay. the last uh, pre-Brexit. Okay, so yeah, there will probably be some Brexit updates in the next, um, in, uh, in, in the next show. But... Until that time, uh, we'll come back. Uh, until we come back in a couple of weeks, uh, we will love you and leave you. We hope you enjoyed listening to largely me rant a load of shit, but uh, yep. <laughs> uh, it is that that's how it goes. But uh, I've always been there. I get going. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> but yeah, he's not sorry. So, sorry, not sorry. But we're gonna love you and leave you. Have uh, a lovely couple of weeks. Stay safe. Uh, to all our friends in America, stay strong. Uh, all, all our vaping friends. to each other. <laughs> be excellent to each other. All our vaping friends in America, do do what you need to. Advocate, advocate, advocate. Uh, calls to action. Check out advocacy links on our pages. And uh, we wish you all the best. Um, so from myself, Nero, I bid you adieu. And Bungle. And from me, Bungle. Bye. And, uh, and, uh, yeah, that's us. Peace, love, unity, respect. We be out. Bye. Mic drop. Mic drop. Hey guys, just wanted to let you know where you can get in touch with us if you want to give us any feedback. Um, so for myself, you can reach out to me uh, via email at nkw at ramblingstoners.com. Uh, you can email me at bungle at ramblingstoners.com. Um, and you can also tweet me at uh, rambling uh, at rambling Nero on Twitter. Um, and the same handle again, uh, I could be reached at on Instagram at rambling Nero. Uh, and my Instagram is at rambling bungle. <laughs> oh, there you go. We're nice and easy to find. So uh, yeah. Do feel free to hit us up and say hello at any time. Uh, also, check out our Facebook page. The Ramble, just search Rambling Stoners in Facebook. We uh, ping us a message on there. We'll always come back to you. Take care. Bye. Bye.